Welcome to Cast of Creators. We're your hosts. I'm Nelson Thal. And I'm Casey Stewart. We've spent our careers in media and publishing, and now we're setting the stage for creative people who inspire us to share their stories. Our guests this episode are Lisa Kisber and Vicki Milner, two inspiring women and innovative entrepreneurs. Vicky is the president of CAFA, the Canadian Arts and Fashion Awards, and Lisa is a live on-air expert who you'll likely recognize from TV. We talked about event planning, what's new and exciting for the CAFA Awards this year, hanging out with rock stars, and their new business, ShopSquad.ca. Here we go. There's no no special efforts made this year because of the Oscars, any barricades or anything like that (laughs) at uh, CAFA going up. I hope not. (laughs) I know. Me too. I really want a seamless, beautiful event. Absolutely. (laughs) You deserve it. Vicky most of all deserves it. You deserve it. Each one of you know, been to has been wonderful. Oh, thank you. And the average attendance is what? How many people come? Um, we have the dinner and awards is about 700, 750. Wow. And then after party, 1,000. Because, you know, other people join afterwards. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great celebration and acknowledgement and appreciation of our talent. And a lot of people don't see each other on a regular basis. So everyone comes from all over the country and beyond. And, um, you know, it's like a one big reunion, which is great. Yeah, the country needed it, Yeah, actually. And um, when did you start thinking about creating CAFA? Um, we, Inception was about 2012, I would say. Yeah. So just in terms of just looking around and seeing what's been done and doing interviews with um, roundtables with people in the community, mm-hmm. um, when we started you know, thinking about it, we didn't want it to be just we'll tell you what needs to happen. We wanted people to be engaged with it from the bottom and yeah. and for it to have meaning and value for the industry and to create something really special. So we talked to a lot of people before we actually launched it because yep. uh, we wanted their input and feedback and what was going to be relevant and important. So uh, we did the first one and off we went. And since it's been grown to just, we also do events all over the country, all year round. Like it's not just the awards, like we do, conferences and breakfasts and panels and, you know, anything to kind of bring the community together, but also shine that spotlight and and create business opportunity really for everybody. And you come at this from an events background or? um... Yeah, my background has been, I guess, all over, you know, (laughs) in terms of the industries that I've worked in. I worked at SickKids for many years. um, So kind of really learned about that world, the charitable world and did events there too. That was, you know, what would I, and I was working in the music industry for Universal before that. So I think all my. What years was that? Universal. In, yeah, in Universal. When I age myself, but well, it was like analog before, or dig- before, digital? Before uh, you can download music. So. Uh, yeah, pre, pre Napster. I, I was okay. making compilation CDs, oh, guys. Wow. All right. the much music, big shiny tunes, oh my frosh. God, I love oh my God. That was so my department. Much. My name is actually in some of the, the cases, too. I didn't so. know that. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I have all of them still, although uh, my kids don't know, know what, what a CD is. But, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I need a dance party. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's been great. And also, yeah, in the events, marketing, sales kind of wheelhouse always, but just really cool industries and had have had great opportunities to meet amazing people in all those kind of different industries and sectors. Were you there when um, the industry gradually shifted to uh, Napster and downloads? And- I, 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 I left just on that cusp. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... Oh my God! When was that? That uh, was, was a little while. Yeah, then. it was. <laughs> thank you for that. No, no, but just a no, little. No, while. no, it was. A, it was like like a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, like five years ago, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. could you hear the rumblings of digital? You know, like what was happening in that organization as digital was approaching. You know what? Um, you heard rumblings, but no one could anticipate or yeah. know like where we are obviously today in terms of. Like the whole, the business of music, you know, has changed so much, right? And everything from licensing music for commercials to, uh, yeah, how people consume music and interact with it and how artists get, get paid. And it's, it's a, it's a different world now than when I was working in it for sure. Yeah. And how social media is like, oh yeah. Integrated. Like I worked at Much Music in 2009 and 10. Oh, okay. Um, So I did all the social there and I was the first person they ever hired to do social media. And it was like. 
it was just, you know, the whole space has changed so much. And like, even if you look at where much music is now, it's a TikTok account and it's not, yeah. you know, yeah. not the music TV that we grew up yeah. with, you know? And oh, totally. So, yeah. and even That's how it, it evolved, like from music videos to full on like reality TV. Yeah. Like, it, it like yeah. totally shifted, you know? Yeah. I remember the, being like, where are the music videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are they? They're yeah. amazing. And every now and then you go into a store and like they're playing all the old school music videos and I'm like oh, oh my god this is heaven nostalgia <laughs> yeah but Love with it. things like TikTok too like they've brought back so many great songs that even like my youngest she was singing like George Michael the other day I'm like yeah. how do you know oh, about George yeah. Michael and, and yes. you know sound bites right like they have the mm-hmm. audio clips really that nice. have now, yeah, are now so. relevant again through those platforms well even last year uh, when um, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac and Nathan Apodaca yes. was on his yes. skateboard like yeah. that everyone like they started trending again on Apple Music after when and that happened so yeah. it kind of gives a great resurgence to artists that maybe weren't as popular or you know they it's like a comeback yeah you know For yeah sure. it totally, totally is. it's great that's great. Well, a lot of older um, artists are now selling their catalog. And I wonder if TikTok and all these little clips are influencing that as well. Yeah, I wonder how they're also the revenue model for that is right now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it yeah. is either. I don't even I don't know if they get paid from TikTok or not. I know Pink Floyd is now looking at uh, selling their entire catalog. Um, wow. For going for a fortune, I bet. Wow. Um, yeah, for and, sure. Okay, so then after Universal. You go into events for charity, or where where were you after that? After that, oh, this is like my whole life, yeah. life yeah. story. Yeah. Interesting story time. Because to start, look, I know events um, from the esports space, and throwing a gaming event is incredibly complicated. Yeah. So to have the confidence to then go in and you know want to build out a massive event with a tremendous amount of logistics is in in incredibly you know difficult to do and very also, few people have the confidence to do that Nelson you also have to see how Vicky is on the day of and <laughs> just no like honestly anybody else in their right mind dealing with all those people a million different personalities some very large personalities some very particular personalities media uh you know fashion designers nominees jurors all these people right she is cool as a cucumber. Wow. <laughs> and, That's and a phenomenal you, you're quality. Like, she's very focused, but she's like, you're oh, like, are you good? It's true. <laughs> and like, I'm sitting there, I'm usually like doing show stuff, right? Yeah. And so I'm like buzzing around, whatever. Vicky is like, yep, yep, nope, nope, done, done, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot derail her. Like you, it's like, Vic, I got one second. She's good. She's got a plan. Yeah. She's going, but like yeah. cool as a cucumber. And I think that's oh, actually thanks, no. Lisa. It's true. That's I wouldn't. Sweet. Yeah. No, I wouldn't no, say no, it. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but I appreciate. I appreciate it. It's appreciate very. It. It's very fascinating to watch because it's a huge event and there's so many different moving pieces and she's really at the helm and everyone wants a piece of it. Yeah. And to stay calm is <laughs> good for you. I buddy. collapse after after <laughs> yes. it's done and yeah. everyone's gone home. She's like, talk to me at midnight. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, just feed me some. Good greasy food. Yeah, at the like end of the give night. me a pizza yeah. and some fries. <laughs> yeah. And let me sit and just have yeah. silence. Yes. It's you know what, honestly, like, you know, to your question, I think everything I've done so far, it's layered to those mm-hmm. moments. You know, I think for everybody, you know, you pick you have one job and then that layers to the next. And um, you know, doing logistics and creating that, you know, as uh, listen, I have a great team also. It's not yes, I have the bird's eye view and all the details, but I wouldn't be that cool if I didn't have an amazing team. And it's true. If you have great leaders on, you know, that are working alongside yeah. with you that also like know know the standard and know what has to get done, then that allows me to have that cool as a cute because otherwise, yeah, it would tear it would yeah. tear anyone. You'd be so worried. But if you if you have like great people that you know you've also have that trust with like any job right like yeah. that your team is everything so um but yeah no it's 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 always great and it's been amazing watching it grow it's been been amazing watching the pe- the people that have attended grow and the kind of cuz at the end you know even like we get covered by BOF and the New York Times and yeah. WWD like to have that international spotlight is really what it's about for us because we want everyone to look here and see who's coming out of this country, like whether they're a designer, a photographer, a stylist, Mm -hmm. um, because we need that global space, right? And that global voice. You know, we've seen it with music. We've seen it through tech. Canadians are dominating. Yeah, like we we certainly can see it through fashion, right? But it just takes some extra effort, obviously, to, you know, constantly be pushing that message. 
throughout the whole, um, you know, part of your career before CAFA, were you always into fashion as well? I was, I, I loved fashion. I loved the creativity behind fashion. I wasn't, it wasn't so much about like, oh, what's on trend, you know, yeah. like I have a lot of respect for the creative mind and what goes into that, you know, and have been fortunate enough to, you know, know a lot of designers and kind of see the the process that it takes. You know, I, people a lot of times will see a collection and, you know, they're there, they like it, they don't like mm-hmm. it, you know, everyone has an opinion. But I really invested in that that human journey of that creator because every little detail, you know, is is a big decision for that person, yeah. you know. And when you see a collection down the runway, people are very quick to like like it or not like it without really thinking about the team or the person. You know, of course, that's just the world we live in and I get it. But like I've always come at it with like, who is the person and how did they come up with this and what what yeah. was the inspiration and like yeah. – why was it, why is it different from last year? And, you know, what happened in that year? You know, because creative people, like, they're always getting inspired by things. Yeah, right? and so, evolving and their styles changing. Totally. Yeah, and they're working on their craft. So I always approach it from that kind of perspective. Yeah, having a child actually made me look at people a lot differently. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> because before you meet a person and you think, oh, yeah, you, know, you're, you meet them and you don't really see the crew of other people yeah. that are behind them. Yeah. But now... I look at a person and it's like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, there's a whole team yeah. behind you, yeah. especially at the start when you couldn't do anything, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's so totally cute. changed my yeah. life. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> you know that full well. I do, yes. It takes a village. There's a reason why that, that's a saying. Yeah, yeah totally. absolutely. And yeah. you're right. It takes like a whole bunch of people. An event takes a whole bunch of people you trust. A kid, a whole bunch of people you trust. Yeah, yeah, totally. It takes a village for a lot of different things. And as far as fashion for you, did yeah. you come at fashion from the sales side or did you start oh, loving fashion <laughs> fashion <laughs> side? So my my story's <laughs> a weird one. We um, love that. Yeah. The traditional paths. Yeah. We love that. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I think like that's what's given me an edge to a certain extent was that my background is totally not fashion related. I was always passionate about fashion. Fashion plates were my favorite toy. Um, <laughs> I still have mine, okay. but with the pink and the oh, yeah. jealous. Okay, <laughs> what's um, a fashion plate? Oh, <laughs> like thing, I'll explain yeah, later. Okay. I'll post it on Hover. Oh my gosh, okay. people, they're the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why are you home playing with them right now? Yeah. Um, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always loved fashion. I can remember, you know, thumbing through my mom's Vogue's on her floor in her bedroom. It was always something I was passionate about. You know, fashion file and FT, all of that stuff crazy about it. Um, and I used to watch like repeats of them. Do you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. hardcore. Uh, <laughs> but I was also an academic. That's what I was. I, I did well at school. And my parents were like, hey, you know, you need to go out. You need to get an education. And you need to have like you can have all these passions and that's cool. But you need to sort of get something that can always keep you independent, which was right. really important for them. So I ended up going to law school. And I became a lawyer. But even while I was studying for uh, to become a lawyer, and I have two law degrees, which is insane. Incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Incredible. So I basically made the deal with my parents. Like, okay, I'll go to law school and I'll do this thing, but I still have to pursue my passions when I'm not doing that. So I interned at W Magazine. I went to FIT. I went to Parsons. I did all these different sort of fashion-related things so that I could, I guess, keep that energy going in the background. And then wow. after I was done law school, which I finished in three and a half years, I actually went to wow. FIT in fashion design for a semester. I was the oldest and the worst sewer there. <laughs> and uh, realized I didn't necessarily want to create a collection every five seconds, but I loved being involved in that. So I actually deferred becoming a lawyer, went to LA, worked for a fashion business, um, and worked with brands like Target and Walmart and started to sort of learn about the back end. And then I was like, okay, I'll go be a lawyer. So I went to New York. I was an attorney <laughs> for a, a few years. Uh, in M and A, which is crazy, I was the best wow. dressed. Just um, <laughs> so regular. Sure. Right, you were. I wore a tie a lot because I thought it was cool, and uh, <laughs> and then I quit, and I ended up falling into content when I, I moved back to Montreal. I didn't really know what to do, and I started sort of being an early adopter with blogging and Twitter and Facebook when people didn't really understand it. So yeah. other people in the, in I guess any space really were like, "Wait, you understand this? Maybe you could come help us ideate or." you know, learn how to, I guess, best utilize these platforms. And so I started doing content for uh, Toronto Fashion Week. I became the official style blogger for Toronto Fashion Week for a few, wow. a bunch of years, actually. 
And uh, I ended up doing fashion content for Virgin Radio. And then I started consulting for all kinds of different companies, not just in the fashion space. And then eventually I was CMO of a, of like a startup, basically like a subscription box model company. Okay. And they were like, go on TV and talk about it because you could do that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I could probably do that. And then I started doing that more and more. And then other people started asking me to come back and do more and more of that. And then I sort of moved into just doing that, which... I obviously then got to marry my two passions, which is lifestyle, beauty, fashion, and presenting, which it turns out is like my happy place. Yeah. 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 You're live. good at it. Anything live. Good it's, amazing. Yes. Yes. it's amazing to get that much experience too doing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not oh. that young now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go, go, go. No, I, look, I, I, I ended up being able to pivot um, quickly, which was good. But I also there was there was a few things that were always constant advocacy, which I think is what I do when I go on and talk about brands or um, convey a message in any scenario. Uh, entertainment, which I just like to do as a human and lifestyle, which I like to explore and talk about and learn about and see where things are going culturally and stuff like that. So I get to marry all those things when it comes to live because you got to like think on your feet, but you're also always an advocate for whoever's with you. Yes. And yeah. when was your first product sale on TV? Oh, first uh, Not like sale. pitching a corporation, yeah. but just like just physical a physical product. product. Yeah. So I worked for TSC for a bunch of years, and uh, which is today's shopping choice, formerly the shopping channel. Mm -hmm. And the first time I ever actually had to like sell a product was in an audition. Like yeah. at, okay. a, at a boardroom, oh, not unlike be, that's, this. That's you know tricky. I mean? Yeah. And they were yeah. like, you know, it's like that whole thing, like, this is a pen, sell it to yeah. me. Yeah. It was that kind of vibe. Here's a toaster. Yeah. For me, it was I was wearing a, a ring, <laughs> a ring something. that I, I've had for a long time. And they were like, that ring cures arthritis, sell it. And I was like, <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Um, the first time I actually sold on television uh was for a clothing brand that I represented. And then I I mean I've I've been on television talking about every product from an air conditioner to <laughs> your pots and pans to underwear to compression socks <laughs> um, to, like, the sexiest, coolest shoes. I mean, like, it just totally yeah. – Everything. Anything and everything. It's about being live in the moment and being able to convey a message. Um, and so, yeah, like, this is a toaster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Toasters are sexy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm buying it. Yeah. <laughs> And then when did you two meet along the uh, journey? Well, we met through through CAFA, really. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so with Lisa's incredible live experience, and uh, I wanted to work with her. And so we met through, like, the awards. When, when we started them, Lisa started hosting our live red carpet shows. Oh, fun. So, yeah, and it kind of grew and grew because we all know the red carpet is one it's of the, the best yeah. parts of the night where everyone's – you know, dressed amazing and wearing Canadian and um, Lisa's amazing at not only interviewing people, but really getting the best out of everyone and getting that e excitement, you know, come across. And uh, yeah. yeah, so like that, she started doing her shows and then had other projects together. And obviously, aside from that, developed a beautiful friendship. Yes. 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 <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. yeah. No, look, it was really cool because uh, Vicky and I met through the fashion industry and she sort of got the sense that we could work together and then she was she really handed me the keys like she was like look I know you're good at what you do and I think this is what you do with a lot of people like you find people that are competent yeah. and uh and you say like look I'm giving this to you I'm entrusting this to you and basically it's yours to soar it's and I'll right. give you the credit and I'm gonna yeah. like she's the first person to say she did this, you know, which oh, is awesome. Yeah. Casting. Yeah, yeah. Some of the there best producers go. casting. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then, you know, allowing me to come back and be like, you know, I think we should do this and I think we should yeah. have this and I think we should take it in this direction. So it becomes less of just like a hosting role, but a production role. And it really became this whole thing. And then it also became something that people really looked forward to. Totally. So we've had a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun uh, hosting and producing that that show. Even even last, uh, when we did our virtual, because we had to postpone because of COVID and we finally did the event, but it was virtual. Um, it was great. We had an amazing stage set up and Lisa did a full, like, we didn't have obviously a red carpet, like the traditional red carpet, but she, we we brought in over a hundred people live. Like it was a live oh my show. God, that's so fun. So it was it was incredible experience. Learned a lot, and I think 
the feedback was great, you know, all things considered that <laughs> what could, could go wrong. Um, very little did. So thank God for that. Yeah, but, but, um, no one complained about the food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lisa like was on camera, like she hosted like an actual show and, and did a lot of, you know, people who we lined up obviously yeah. but were on screen and did interviews with them and people were dressed up, but like at home and yeah. it was just still, <laughs> it, was it was fun. It was different, different. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But it was also nice to just like have everyone's spirits up, right? Like, yeah. yeah. We needed events and it was great to have CAFA, even though it was a modified version. Yeah. Um, it was so much fun and the set was amazing. And yeah. It really came together incredibly. And, uh, and yeah, it was like, I felt like I was, you know, on a sound stage in Hollywood. It was that kind of vibe. And we had amazing people come in and I got to chat with all of them. So it was it was really fun. It was the pre-show. It was amazing. Yeah, it was the yeah. pre-show. Yeah. Exciting. Stay tuned for more this year. And what, what day is the show this year? October 15th. Okay. It's a Saturday. Awesome. Get ready to enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Sunday the next day. Anything. We're always ready. Yeah, we're always we're ready. ready. <laughs> Anything new this year that people should know about? Yeah. Um, so this year we're starting something cool called the New Gen List um, as a way to honor and celebrate emerging creators. So it's not the fashion designers because they're part of our actual award category yeah. offering, but it's more everyone from like emerging stylists, photographers, hair makeup artists, digital uh, creators, um, illustrators. We have the whole thing on our on our website, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we want people can nominate themselves or others can nominate on their behalf. We really want to go out in the community across the country and and see who who are the most inspiring, trailblazing, creative voices, right? And and kind of pull them into what we're doing, pull them into the community. Um, and and the hope is every year we have this ama amazing list of you know the first year it's going to be top twenty five. It might grow after that, but of this new generation of talent that Canada has and really shining a spotlight on that. So I'm yeah. super excited. That's that's new for this year. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's an amazing idea. Yeah. That's thank fantastic. you. That's really good. That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously, like, we also do events. We call it CAFA Week. In the lead up to the awards, we have, depending on, like, what we're hosting, panels, breakfast, discussions. It's a way to network. It's a way to educate people. And again, just bring the community together because a lot of people fly in for the event anyway. Mm -hmm. So we give them a reason to come a bit earlier yeah. and really meet people. And I know a lot of people, kind of like a festival vibe, they'll make their own coffees or, you know, uh, lunch meetings and stuff. And, you know, when you put a lot of those people in a room stuff happens. Yeah, yeah magic guarantee happens. Magic happens. And people. especially after not yeah. being together for so long. Yeah. Like, I started going out to events and I just see people and I hug them and I'm yeah, so yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, screaming. Yeah. yeah. It's, also, it's the, really nice. The energy normally at CAFA is like palpable because it really is all these people who are yeah. so excited about fashion and excited about Canadian fashion. Mm -hmm. And you like feel that energy in the room. Like it really feels like this warm glow of creativity. And the fact that that is now like been on hiatus for a bit, I can't even imagine yeah. what that is going to feel like. It's going to be like Shivers moment for sure. Yeah, it'll be electric. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So. And this is what number CAFA? Are we counting 2020? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, technically, I mean, it would have been the ninth annual had 2020 happen but because we kind of skipped a year it's mm -hmm. really like the eighth annual awards but mm -hmm. technically it's like the ninth year we're doing okay Got we would wow. have been doing the awards yeah so and where is it this year uh same place royal york Fairmont yeah, royal great. york in toronto it's a beautiful space yeah, it's very space elegant it. we take over that whole floor mm -hmm. you know okay. and create like a beautiful atmosphere for everyone to enjoy and then people stay overnight like it's, yeah. a, it's a hotel right so they you know people come in for the weekend it just makes it easy well, you must have a heck of a spreadsheet to figure that <laughs> show out. I'm really good at Excel now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, you I, I have bet to you be. are. I bet you'd have to be. And then you two have a new business yes, venture together. We do. We do. It's so exciting. And I don't use that expression lightly. <laughs> I am so excited about this. Uh, so we have started Shop Squad. Shop Squad. Yay. Love um, the name. I love that that's now yeah. our jingle. Yeah. Shop Squad, yay. Yay. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's catchy, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, yay. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really came out of, you know, Vicky's involved in a lot of different things. And obviously, we're in touch throughout the year because of CAFA and just because we're friends. And um, we started to work on a few live productions together for some, some Canadian brands. 
And the conversation was started. Like we started saying like, we should be doing something. We should be doing something together. And we've, we've joked around about like, we are two serial entrepreneurs. We can't help ourselves. Yeah. And so we've <laughs> joked about all kinds of funny businesses because we're sort of those people. And uh, <laughs> at one point, I think like we had sort of lightly talked about it. And then at one point I called Vicky and I was like, what do you think if we did this? And she was like, exactly what I was thinking. And yes, we need to do this. <laughs> yeah. And it was and it was this conversation. We were on the phone probably for two hours. And we were basically like, and you know, and then this. And, this. And, it was like, <laughs> yeah. and then like, we were like, we're going to do this, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this. So um, it basically is filling a hole. It's, it's disrupting sort of the traditional notions of brands selling their products through entertainment. Um, by uh, democratizing the process and allowing brands to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And so we are helping them do that through production. So uh, basically doing full-on production for online shows. And we are partnered with an amazing software company that's allowing us to have people shop along with the show and never actually leave the show while they're shopping. Uh, and then we're also disrupting, I think, the process by um, really empowering brands through education. So we have uh, boot camps where you can sign up and learn about how to be a host, how to actually be a brand and set up your own production, do this whole process. Uh, and then right. we also have a roster of hosts that we are onboarding. So we're going to have talent that we're going to be able to, you know, I guess, share <laughs> with these incredible brands. And uh, and it really is allowing a brand, you know, a fledgling brand or a huge brand to bring their story to life, get in touch with their customers, sell directly to them and take control of the process and really make the process their own. And uh, by combining Vicky's, I mean, true expertise in events and yeah. production um, and my expertise and brands, <laughs> brands, um, <laughs> and then my expertise in live shopping and just live everything, all the things. Um, <laughs> we're, we're putting this together and the feedback's been amazing yeah, and bet. we're really, really excited about it. It's like, it's just, it's, there's a hole, you know, yeah. and when I, you see it, it's so exciting. I'm assuming if I, if I were a, a brand trying to manage this without you two must be a massive headache and unthinkable for medium size or smaller brands. I think um, for a lot of brands, it's funny because you'll run into some people who are like, I could do this. And you're like, you can, you could, anyone yeah. can pick up their phone. <laughs> Let's see you that's, do it. That, no, but, like, that's, Let's <laughs> you do it well. That's, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And, yeah. And, that's the thing. So to me, it's like anyone can pick up their phone and, you know, flip on uh, a social media platform live and talk to their audience. And that's great. I think there's there's definitely value in that. But there's something to be said for a well sort of oiled machine, a polished experience that yeah. still tells the brand story. Oh, absolutely. Especially any brand, if their brand is a higher level brand and they have a quality product. You can't like LV is not hopping on a uh, you know an live Instagram or live yeah. or something yeah. because your brand promise can't really get get across through that medium in that way. Yeah, I so, mean, I think that like a lot of brands are moving past the idea of everything being polished and perfect, and I yeah. think that that's yes, great for some stuff. Um, but I still think that there has to be some sort of order or, you know, a sense of organization to the experience of shopping, right? Like yeah. you want to yes. feel confident in that in that experience. So the idea that it can be entertaining and fun, um, that it can be really customized to whatever your brand promise, brand story is. So like you want it to be rock and roll, we can make it rock and roll. You want it to be really, really polished and prim, we can do that too. It's just a matter of being nimble and being flexible. And that's one of the things that we have the ability to do with this amazing software and with our expertise. Yeah, that's wonderful. So if I were a brand, you know, developing laptop cases, okay. All right. Today, I go to the shopping network and I, I do what? I sort of, I hire them, take a, and they get a cut. Like, why does that work? So, I mean, I'm not going to speak to their yeah, entire process. That, that process. But the idea TV is, shopping. you know, any any retailer or e-tailer yeah. that you're going to partner with, you're going to have to share revenue. You're going to have to... Um, deal with all kinds of pick and pack and shipping and all that kind of stuff, as opposed to the process that you're used to controlling, right? Which is your own. So this allows brands to do it in-house. It allows them to take control of the process. And while I think there's value in all of the above, yeah. um, I think that this is something that has been missing from, from a lot of brands' sort of portfolio of options when it comes to selling products. So this is allowing them to do it on their own with a little help from their squad. Yeah, yeah. So do you... Oh, no, well, no, Casey. So do you... Um, help them set up live shopping like for their for uh kind of give me a 
little bit of how it works. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to know because yeah. I'm really interested in it. Yeah, okay. of course. So uh, basically what would happen is, you know, we'll, we'll work with the brand and sort of assess what their needs are. That would yeah. be the, the first sort of step. And then it's a matter of setting up a production. And that can be in a studio. It can be in their warehouse. It can literally be anywhere. And through this software, we have the ability to patch in like an array of different people from all over the world. So you can have an expert in your facility in China and you want to have them talk on the show, we can bring them in. Um, And then you basically have the opportunity to sell those products and have people shop along while they're in the show. So you're watching Mm -hmm. the show. You never have to leave. You don't have to click away to a website. You you can keep consuming the story and the entertainment while also shopping, which I think I love it. we're all used to that, right? Like, oh, yeah. Sit and watch oh, TV yeah. And I'm like, I'm scrolling through all the bags and all the shoes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so now all the time. Yeah. I was like, this is why I was like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, Take so, my money. <laughs> so this is a way for you to do that. And then also for, a way for a brand to directly engage with the shopping process in a way that they haven't been able to before. So while people are shopping along, they can be asking questions about the checkout process. They can be asking questions about the products and the expert on screen who's there looking right at you can be like, hey, somebody just asked about the zipper. Let me tell you about the zipper pull. It's from Italy and whatever. You know what I mean? So it gives the, the consumer a voice in a way that maybe they haven't had before as well. So it's no longer just taking it all in. They're part of the process, which is really cool. I love it. And if I think that some of my existing employees could be like decent salespeople, I could send them to 100%. you. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And we you could turn them. them into great salespeople. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's on, part on of the boot camps also that we're offering because great. it's for host brand ambassadors, brands themselves. We, like Lisa said, like we want to empower People, oh, wow. you know, and, you get and, you a lot know, of retailers just sending you retailers and best people to get better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what we love about this is it's, it's a global, you know, enterprise. Yeah. Uh, it's any commodity, you know, yeah. it's not sector specific and we can have a lot of fun with it. And, and going back to what you were saying, you know, right now there's a lot more D to C brands than there ever was mm-hmm. that are looking to do things, you know, maybe right. they don't want to be part of or they're not ready to be part of a marketplace because there's like D a lot to C of meaning just direct for, to consumer. Perfect. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, it's they're not part of a, a wholesale model. They're not mm-hmm. part of a big retailer. They're just literally taking orders themselves. And um, this really empowers them because now, yeah, you can do your Instagram live, but there's a whole business strategy behind what Lisa was saying. It's not just, you know, and, and there's a lot of influencers that, yeah, may like get paid to sell products. But may, they may not know about the product, especially in certain categories like beauty. Like you need someone knowledgeable. Yeah, can't answer all the really questions. To really explain like, it and to be engaging and fun at the same time. And so this fits that need, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, we're, we're super excited because we want to be able to talk to many different companies doing many different things and, and, and around the world. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And it is called again Shop Squad. Shop Squad. Shop Squad. Because it takes a squad. It does take a squad. It's a, it's yes. worth, we want to have a great squad, you know, yeah. when we're shopping. Well, so. that's what you need. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also about, you know, as you said, there are brands that are like, my business is making shoes and selling shoes, but their business isn't creating shows and creating entertainment. So right. a lot of, yeah. a, and a yeah. lot of brands are like, I'm not looking to start a whole vertical of entertainment space. Or production. Right. Yeah. So yeah. here they have an opportunity to inject that into their roster of tools, right, that they're using to try and sell their product. Uh, and they can customize it to how their brand wants to be, you know, conveyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really have an opportunity to pick the right person, to have it in the right space, to make it their own. And that's where I think the advocacy thing come, like comes into play and is very, very part of our personality. <laughs> like the idea is we want brands to be able to do the best they can, right? Yes. These are, they're all, we're all people just trying to like grow our businesses, yeah. do our thing. Yeah. And this seems like a really cool way for us to sort of expand what a brand can do. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very well. And the best of wishes. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Exciting. And you've been traveling. <laughs> I was like, I was, like, I was waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have been. Yeah. Uh, more, certainly more than I was. I was traveling zero. Uh, yeah. And now I've been traveling quite a bit. Yeah. So um, where was I? 
I was in Montreal and New York and Dominican Republic and Nova Scotia. No, not Nova Scotia. <laughs> Newfoundland. <laughs> Nova That's Scotia. next. Right. We were in Nova Scotia oh, together one time on a very fun. fun trip. It was the best. I've yeah. never been to Nova Scotia. I've never been out there Been to PEI. It's really yeah, beautiful. Like to go. It was beautiful. And Newfoundland right. is gorgeous. Like gorgeous. My cousin lives there. I went to visit. He's a naval architect. Oh, that's so he, an interesting he's like, job. Right? Crazy. Like he um, builds ships. Yeah, like that's he studied that, yes. And now he works for a software company that does okay. that stuff. Um, and so he lives out there, like that that is really like it's all about boats and shipping yeah. and all that stuff out there. But it was beautiful and it's so different. Like I've been to a few places in Canada, not everywhere at all, but like, wow, is it beautiful? It's really amazing. And the weather is crazy. Like it was like sunny and then all of a sudden it's like freezing and then sunny again and then <laughs> wow. raining and then yeah, it's wild. And the ocean there is very rough and very beautiful and intimidating and wonderful at the same time. Yeah. Any interesting <laughs> stories? Yes. On your yes, trip? Yes. Um, so, yeah. I, uh, yeah, leading the witness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, You're deep into that, too, yeah, these days. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I met ZZ Top, which was really cool. And, and my passion, aside from fashion and beauty and stuff like that, is really music. I love music a lot. And so for a girl like me to meet a <laughs> classic rock legend like that was unbelievable. And uh, they ended up inviting us to their concert, which was incredible. But you were just in a restaurant? I was in a very famous bar that where you get screeched in. So screeched in is like this whole ceremony. It's actually really fun. Yeah. I mean, you have to kiss a fish, which is less fun. But uh, <laughs> you like there's like all these Newfoundland sayings, and they teach you all these things, and you become an honorary Newfoundlander through this process. Mm. And I got a certificate to oh take my home. God, I was I very it. excited. But yeah, so they walked in, and I was in the mood to make friends. What can I say? How many people were you with? I was with my two cousins and one of their wives, like my cousin's okay. wife. Yeah, mm. and. Uh, I basically just invited them to come hang out with us, <laughs> and they did. And they were so nice. And the tour manager, Pablo, who I'm now counting as, like, my friend. Yeah. Like, officially. Uh, you know, and Billy was there, the, what, the, one of the main guys of ZZ Top. And uh, he was like, are you coming to the concert? And I said, no. And he said, you have to. And I was like, yes, I do. Yeah. And so I gave him my info, and he ended up inviting That's us. We so couldn't nice. make it on Friday. We went on the Saturday. <laughs> Then they invited us to come hang out after the show. So we all did and got hot chocolate, which is very unrock and roll, but yeah. <laughs> right up my alley. And uh, and then I happened to fly home with uh, ZZ Top and Cheap Trick. So wow. I had this sickest awesome. flight home ever. Oh, my yes. God. Awesome. I would love to meet them. My dad is a classic hot rod builder. Uh, so like he, ZZ Top was always like, you know, something that my dad was really into. So that is really cool. I think they were kind of thrown because I I too am like very into music I'm all different genres and yeah. I was like oh no like I know you guys like yeah. I, I know you <laughs> um, I've been following thing, you yes. for 20 years <laughs> and the stories that they were saying like I was talking to my husband about this and he was like it couldn't have happened to a better person he's like because I would have been sitting there and I would be like who are these yeah. guys I don't know yeah. and also like they were telling stories about Stevie Ray Vaughan and about Bad Company and Leonard Skinner and, and Stone Temple Pilots and I was just like Tell me more. I can't even deal with it. And I don't, you know, it was not lost on me. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> one of the guys from Cheap Trick was throwing guitar picks at me throughout the flight. And I was like, I'll take that. And I'll take that. Like, I was like so excited. So, yeah, it was it was really, really cool. Yeah. And needless it. to say, I will now be going to like every ZZ Top concert ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I just, much I just, fun. It was such a random encounter. So random. Like out of all the places and all the people oh, yeah. at that moment that you, you would get into. It's, I love that. It's a great story. Yeah. 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 It was really, really random. My cousins kept like looking at me being like, what is happening right yeah. now? And I'm like, I don't know. Pablo just texted me. We need to go get hot chocolate. Like, let's go. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, it was really cool. How'd that beard go with the hot chocolate? <laughs> yeah, Billy Billy wasn't having hot chocolate. Although he did uh, hang out in his pajamas at the bar, which was hilarious. Wow. Yeah. He's a really chill guy. Yeah, they're all really mellow. <laughs> They've like lived their rock star life. They're good. They're all like Yeah. Sounds yeah. yes, very found chill. the best in life, a hot chocolate. There you go. Yeah. You know it. Sounds so right? fun. It really was. It's hard to come back to life. You're like, oh. I was like, can I just go on tour with ZZ Top now? Or no? <laughs> yeah. Do I? Yeah, no? Okay. I'll just bring the kids. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Mom's got to go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. back in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Going on tour. Yeah, just, you know, European tour. I'll be right back. 
yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many children do you have, Vicky? I have three girls. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have twins that are 19 and an 11-year-old. Oh, twins first. Yeah. That's it's actually insane. better because you don't know <laughs> You don't any know what you're in for. And you're like, okay, I just have to do double. Cool. Yeah. I'll just wow. Do, yeah. Gosh, I can't yeah. imagine a second yeah. at the same time. Yeah. It was it was really cute, actually. It's a I lot bet. of, obviously, the f- first part is a blur, first yeah. few months, but then, you know, kids are, they're cute and they get chubby and like you play with them and like they play with each other <laughs> and then they develop their personalities and, and they've always been, you know, together, you know, with twins, whoever's listening has twin, yeah, know, twins in their life. Like it's a, your bestie all the time, you know, they went to the same school and they weren't always in the same class or anything, but you just... It's different when you're by yourself, right? Yeah, they you, always have yeah. someone. My mom's a twin. And, oh, okay. You know, she, yeah. It's like you always have someone who's like, yeah. got your back. you know, your teammate or yeah. like to stick up for you. Or, yeah, you're you going know. to camp. You know, you're… You already know yeah, somebody. You already know somebody. somebody. Yeah, exactly. They exactly. also happen to be lovely women. Oh, yeah. At this point, they're not kids. Yeah, they're no, women. I know. Yeah, uh, they're Young lovely. Women. They're really, they're yeah. cool and, and they are, they're on the path to cool stuff. So Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. They're older than your boys. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I joke often that like, so growing up, my parents were always like the oldest parents. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, mom, like, why did you have to be the oldest parent? Blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Yeah, same, same. Uh, but you know what? I, I think that I got to live a lot of my life, which was amazing, and sort of be so ready for parenthood. So there is nothing that brings me more joy. Than my two children, they are two boys, and um, and they're four and six. Yeah, so Cute. lots of energy, very different, very different personalities, but they're lots of fun. They're the best things ever. Yeah. Where are you from, Vicky? Originally, yeah, Moscow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> yeah, well, I we came when I was little. I was three. Oh, very when nice. we immigrated in uh, the in the seventies, right to Toronto, to Winnipeg, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we lived there for a couple of years and then came came here. Cool. Oh, yeah. you, you were used to pretty frigid winters. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Winter's <laughs> been around yeah. me for a long time. <laughs> the winter yeah. here, you're like, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cold temperatures is not a big deal. I'm like but, same, same. I'm from yeah. Montreal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Toronto winters. Mm, nah, no big yeah. deal. Yeah. We got you. I am a summer girl, though, still. <laughs> I like summer. I yeah. too. love winter. But yeah. I like to ski, so yeah. I, I love winter. But again, uh, you know, yeah. grew up around more snow than you could ever imagine. So, yeah. You, and you still have to go to school when it's yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. Montreal. There's no snow days. There's no snow days. <laughs> no. Do your daughters, like, love Kappa? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think it's so funny because they're not – they have different interests and it, like as they got older, especially with one of the the twins, she's more fashion-y kind of into that stuff. The other one, I think they, they come, they, yeah. they come to the, all the events Support, and, and they're very like obviously proud and excited. And, and you know what? They see me there, you know, when you're working and stressed at home you know, <laughs> and your kids see that, right? Like, cause there's a period in the lead up to CAFA where I'm like there in body, but that's it. Like I'm so focused and it's yeah. such a like 24 hour kind of work time that you're just so focused on g- getting to the finish line. So like I'm behind this like closed door and they're like, you know, feet, give me food. You know, when I, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They're like hungry again. And then, you know, they're very yeah. cute and supportive. So when they do come, it's like, it's nice for them to say, okay, this is what this was all about. And you they're know, like, we got mom back after this. Yeah. <laughs> like, so at least, and they, you know, I think also when you, you have kids, you want to teach them a certain work ethic. You want to, you want to show them that nothing comes from nothing. Like hard work will breed success, but yeah. you've got to work at it. You know, it's not so easy. Right. Yeah. And, and obviously you want them to have that in their careers, whatever they're going to do. So it's, it's a good example to set, but, um, yeah, they were wearing hoodies for, you know, many years without <laughs> without getting into fashion. And then as they, you know, the teenage years, they started to appreciate it a little bit more. I'm, I'm going to say that her youngest. Yes, my youngest is more into all that. Yeah. Like, I'll be on the phone Makeup, with Vicky and I'm like, Libby, yeah. I got to tell you about this hair thing. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, goes it. on Amazon, researches everything. Yeah. And then 
puts it in a pretend shopping cart. And, <laughs> and then when birthdays or whatever comes around, they're like, she's like, refer to the cart. I have yeah. all my things yeah, in there. But yeah, into she's into yeah, Lisa's, um, all her like beauty things. And yeah. yeah, yeah. She gets very excited about the latest and greatest thing, tools and things. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she'll be along for the ride for yeah, some yeah. stuff Yeah, for sure. if yeah. anything, she'll be working with us. Yeah. yeah. She's older. She'll be running us, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay, because eventually great. we want to be on that boat in the Mediterranean. Right. Yes. We always joke. Like, That's right. You know. We'll hand her the keys. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Greece, guys. <laughs> Tell me if you have any problems yeah. or don't. Bye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <sighs> that sounds nice. Anything exciting this summer other than planning for CAFA? Oh, well, Shop Squad. Yeah, Shot Squad. Yes, Sorry. we're going to be working hard, you know, um, doing a lot of shows and scheduling brands, and we're really excited to get all of that going. Yeah, Exciting. absolutely. Yeah. Any trips coming up? I mean, like, the more exciting answer is going to come from her. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically, I mean, I'm going to Montreal um, for... My mom's getting an award, which is amazing. So I wow. won. Yeah. What, what type of award? Uh, basically like a Lifetime Achievement Award from McGill. She's an wow. educator, so that'll be cool. I'm going wow. to check that out. Uh, I'm going to New York to hang out with my in-laws and be on the beach, which will be lovely. Oh, it's lovely. And then back to Montreal. And then I'll go to Maine. I mean, you know. Oh, okay, nice look, there. great, great. But it's nothing like exotic. <laughs> yeah. It's like family, a lot of family vacations. That's yeah. really what we're doing. You know what? We're trying to pack in. All the stuff that we missed, we missed. for so yeah. long. That's really and, sweet. Yeah, and it's it, it's tough because my husband's family lives in a lot of different places now. And so we really try and make an effort to when we are going to spend that time traveling and getting the kids traveling. <laughs> well, um, that, you know, we're making an effort to see our, our in-laws on either side. Yeah. Love yeah, it. that sounds wonderful. She, she's going somewhere fun. Yeah, Becky, where are you going? <laughs> we're going to France. Oh, amazing. Yay. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited. We haven't. We haven't been to Europe in, in many years, yeah. so, and I love going down there. Obviously, different countries, different, you know, experiences, but I love France, so we're going, we're going there. Exciting. Yeah. Just me and my husband, too. Oh. Yes. Oh. Romantic. Romantic. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we haven't had alone time in a long time, guys. No, That's I know. I'm thinking oh, about that. Yeah. I got to wait, you know, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until you get to do Hopefully that. Hopefully a little a little, little earlier, yeah. but yeah. yeah. But yeah, you appreciate that. Yeah. yeah you appreciate absolutely. more. Once I'm only kids. a little bit ahead of you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You'll be okay. You'll yeah. get to go. Yeah. yeah. Great. So during COVID, mm-hmm. you went through a bit of a transformation nutrition-wise. Yeah. So I think like everyone, Mm -hmm. COVID was a challenge, huge challenge. And uh, I found myself, first of all, not sort of doing the right exercises. I was like running to manage stress, but that's not really doing anything other than totally damaging my knees. And uh, the things that I love to do, like hot yoga and stuff like that, that was not available and then eating sort of became the only thing you could do, really. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was, a, you know, it was a challenge for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And I was up at my cottage with my whole family. There you go. And it was a scene. There you go. <laughs> Snacks. Yeah, but that, you know, like, that's, those were the things that we leaned on. And I think everyone yes. had their way of, it's of comforting. getting comforting. And at the beginning of it, it's not like, you know, you're going to – I wasn't going to go <laughs> – I you know, the world's not going to end with me dipping a cucumber. Okay, I'm going to grab the chip. Yes. Yeah. You know, but once we eased into COVID, then it was like, oh, this thing is, you know, not the end of the world here. So, um, yeah. So it became something that. Go back to the cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To me, I didn't want to just go back to the cucumber, though. So I think for me, I I had, that sounds very not great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Please edit that out. Um, No, I didn't want to go back to the lifestyle that I had before because I knew that that wasn't working for me either. And, I sort of felt like I was looking around at all these people. I, I've been in TV where you have to sort of watch what you're eating. Mm-hmm. But I, my traditional way of doing that was like eat as little as possible, you know, but, but still get to eat and also eat things that were fast and quick and easy. And so while I'm, I've never been a person who was like overeating, I've never been making choices based on like my health and how I felt. And I also felt like I was seeing all these women who are in my age bracket 
which shall remain nameless. And um, and basically, I was like, they have that. They have like some kind of secret that I don't know, uh-huh. and I want to know what that secret is. And yeah. so I saw some of the other people in my industry. Um, Cheryl Hickey what's was the secret, right? Yeah, what's the secret? And <laughs> I was like, they're they're in this program with this woman called Suzanne Galuzzo, and they're they're they look fit and healthy, and it seemed like this major commitment, but really cool and a community. And I was like, I'm going to join this cult, I think. And it has transformed my life completely, completely. So um, it is dairy-free. So what what are we giving up? Dairy-free, gluten-free. And look, that's at the beginning. I think there's – it goes back – it's about learning the basics. It's about um, resetting your hormones. And um, it's about learning how to be strong and be fit and be healthy from the inside out. So all the things that I was sort of relying upon, like – health food and, you know, the quote, mm-hmm. unquote, healthy thing or the calorie counted thing or the diet thing. Vicky can attest to this. I, I was like a Diet Coke fiend. Like, yeah. like on my bios on websites, it has said like interests, Diet Coke. Like that's yeah. how diehard <laughs> oh I was. I yeah. <laughs> and so like all that stuff, you know, I thought I was making the right decisions, but I wasn't. And started weight training a lot and eating very clean. And you give up dairy, gluten, sugar, sweetener, salt. Um, at the beginning. And then obviously you go back to semi-normal, but you sort of readjust your perspective and learn better habits. And it has been absolutely transformative. Transformative. Yeah, I, I believe it. Amazing. Yes. And I'm actually doing a fitness photo shoot with Suzanne Galuzzo wow. in a couple of weeks. So for the first, I'm not like, I like, don't get me wrong. I'm in front of the camera and I like all that, but I'm not like one to hang out in like bicycle shorts and a tank top on, on camera. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like doing the whole thing like, the the faux tan the faux glow and wow. oh my god I can't wait to see it right yeah you know, doing the whole thing milestone yes it's it, it's been something that has really been a goal I never really thought I could set for myself because it just wasn't part of my day to day and now it's so part of my habits and so yeah I eat super clean but you don't sub out for like that gluten free stuff that's trying to be a bagel. Like, <laughs> do, do, do that. Um, so I definitely. I, I feel like anybody who does that doesn't look like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you. I think. Um, yes. No. Thank. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Uh, no, I I eat uh, gluten free sprouted bread. So that's probably what you're talking about. But it's bread. It's yeah. just But like maybe not. It's not like a. It's not like a New York bagel. Right. But I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the truth is. The major difference has been how I felt. So like joint pain and my sleep oh, and yeah, my energy go. and all that yeah. is totally different. So that oh, part's I bet. Because between dairy and wheat, it's all inflammation. These are all basically yeah. Inf- inflamers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. ton- there's a bunch of vegetables also and a bunch of fruit. Like there's a ton of stuff that at the beginning you sort of cut out to reset your body. And it's been amazing. What have you cut out that's been an unexpected cutout? The Diet Coke was a big one. Yeah. That was like a shock. Like when I tell Ask my, pretend, my like no, best, that's... but when I tell my friends that, it's like, they're like, who, who are, are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, what, like, is there a vegetable in there that you're like, oh, I didn't think I'd have to stop eating that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> any, any vegetable that isn't green <laughs> and oh, doesn't have a high green? sugar content. Yeah. So oh. uh, that's like a good, like sort of baseline. So oh, yeah, okay. that was a little bit shocking to me. So yeah. Um, I think. No sweet potato, no carrot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No sweet potato you can. That's because it's a carb. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a carb. Yeah. Um, mm. So that was a bit shocking to me. And then the salt thing. Like you don't realize how salt be, in that everything. That would be the hardest and sugar for me. in everything. Yeah. So that was very shocking to me. And it. what's crazy now is I'll go out for dinner. And actually most restaurants are really cool. Our friends are very cool yes. about making sure that you're eating what you want, what you need to be eating yeah. to stay on plan. Um, but I'll say like, you know, no salt, but like they think I can't tell. <laughs> right? Oh, you can and tell because you like, avoided salt. You're so yeah. sensitive. It's so yeah. crazy because yeah. like, like when people are making something, it's like no salt on top, but like there's salt in the whole thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. like you think it's just a little, but for me, because I've been eating without salt, so that salty. it is like I've taken bites in restaurants and been like, oh my god, this is so salty, and people are like, it's not that salty, but you're you're yeah. sensitive to it. Yeah. yeah. So it's been really interesting. You've done a diff, uh, you know, similar type of. Yeah, I, um, well, over the past few years, I started running. I run almost every day and during the week. And I was like, I just had like, you know, done lots of influencer events, getting my picture taken. And I was like, 
I look like I ate Casey Stewart. I was like not happy. <laughs> I was not happy with Is how- this before COVID? Yeah, before, oh, COVID. before COVID. But luckily okay. I started running and like changed my diet before COVID. And I'm really glad that I did because uh. I would have. Yeah. <laughs> this would not be a video podcast, yeah, exactly. probably the audio only. <laughs> no, but also, you know, but I, I, yeah. like, it's also a coping mechanism, right? Yeah. Like, and for you, you found I was like, that way to like yeah. deal with a lot of stress through those things, which and is then amazing. like this year, I started weight training. I got a trainer. Like, I was like, well, um, well, I know that we'll wrap up, but I'm going right to the gym after this, and I look forward to it so much. Like, I'm actually like lifting weights and like doing stuff that I, I only ever saw other people do. And I was like, I, I don't know how to do that. Yes. I don't know how to use machines. Yes. And now I'm like, look out. I'm going to go bust some sets. And I like, <laughs> I get sweaty and I like work out. And it makes me, even if I don't feel like going because I had a long day, I go and I always feel better after. Yeah. And then I think, oh man, I love going to the gym. I can't wait to get up and run in the morning. That's and great. like, just, I love eating, like I eat mostly protein and vegetables. And like, it makes me so happy. Like I started getting uh, meal delivery like a couple times a week and like I am exploring all kinds of new things I love to cook but I mean if you're eating like protein and vegetables there's so many good things you can eat and yeah. I look forward to it and like it makes me really happy <laughs> you know great. and you actually feel so good so, yeah like, yeah so good you know? And, you know to me the the game changer moment was and my husband is one of those people – sorry, Matt, but um, he's one of those people who, like, doesn't have to work out very much and it's just cut. Like, yeah. that's just his like, – Yeah, no, which I, is, know, I don't like that like, about your husband. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's, that, he's that guy. And then the, their whole family is like that. So when he works out, he's like – like, he gets really cut. Yeah. And I am not that human at all. I, yeah. You know, women in general, we have to work extra hard to build yeah. muscle and stuff. But we can. And the funniest was – so all these workouts are at home and, and so I'm doing my workout at home and – and Matt came down and he, was, he just didn't really announce himself and he was watching. And I was doing a push-up ladder. So a push-up yeah. ladder is you stand, take standing, you go down, you do 10 push-ups, you stand back up, you go back down, you do nine, you stand up, you go all the way from 10 to one and then one back up to 10. Yeah. And I stood up and at the end and he was like, what did, did you, did you just do like 70 something push-ups? And I was like, no. And he was like, let's do the math. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, I did 10, but yeah. no, I didn't. I did a whole bunch. And it was like that moment, his, the look on his face, I was like, yep. Yep. Yeah, yes, I did, actually. I didn't know I did, but I did. <laughs> yeah. It's and such a good feeling. It's amazing. It's amazing to feel strong. It's amazing that my boys look at me. And <laughs> my my older son is always counting people's abs, which I think is really funny. He's like, they have 10 abs. I'm like, they're really skinny. They're they're four, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Or like, <laughs> like 18. Yeah. He's like, mom, when I grow up, I, I want to have muscles like you. And I'm like, Wow. wow, that is very That's nice cool. to hear. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. 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 And like, <laughs> and they come in and they want to lift weights with me. And I'm like, this That's is something great. they don't just associate with my husband who does like two push-ups and has biceps. But, yeah. <laughs> but they associate it with like, you know, a woman who is their mom, who's their caregiver, but who can still be really strong. Yeah, their mom is that. strong. Yeah. 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 I That's love good. That. It's really cool. Also, honestly, ha being on this and having sort of guidelines means that you think about it a lot less. And when you're yeah. very busy, and and I find this, to not have to think about food because I know I know my tools. I know exactly what to go to and what to do. So it's it eliminates a whole bunch of noise, which is yeah. incredible. So you're starting your day. Like yeah. I found that the only way I was successful on diets was starting your day. You, you got to think about it. So I don't consider it a diet. Well, me, yeah, at the, but it, uh, at the beginning yes. it was. Yes, so at the beginning it was. So there are certain now things that you're so... trying to check off during the day. Yeah. Um, right. So uh, it's so intuitive. I understand that. But yeah. it, the thing is, you're trying to check off like, are you thinking, can you just eat all you want from a specific group of foods or can you? No. So there's macros, right? You're like trying to balance. And, and the cool thing about this program is you have people guiding you along the entire way. So as my body composition has changed, as my goals have changed, right? Because at the beginning, you're like, okay, I want to reset hormones or I want to, you know, maybe lose a little around the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, then your goal gets into like, I want to gain a lot of strength or I want to be able to rev up my metabolism so I can consume more. And the joke that Vicky and I have is I eat every two hours, I eat a lot <laughs> yeah. and a lot of the time. So I, I think you're checking off your macros based on your particular body type. And so yeah. they have given me and adjusted it accordingly as the thing has changed, um, as the, my goals have changed, they adjust it. And so, yes, I am thinking about it to a certain extent. Like I know I need to hit a certain amount of carbs, a certain amount of protein, a certain amount of fat. 
but it's like so intuitive. And also I can't eat everything under the sun. So it's like it eliminates a lot of the, should I, shouldn't I? I no, I can't. So it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they'd like somebody to test this diet out, but <laughs> include salt. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be game for yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. I'd give them some tremendous feedback and data. Yeah. If they're I'm going to look this up. But, um, and is it a diet like that? It's a commercial diet. You can get in this or is this really a secret? No, it's not a secret. Look, it's, um, it's a commitment. It's for a, women? It, Just women? Nope. There yeah. are men who have done it as well. Who have made it. Yeah, they've made, they've made it. Um, it's, it's for, I think, anyone who, it's, it's specifically, I think, designed for women over 40. Mm. Um, because it, it, there is a hormonal component. Um, <laughs> I turned 40. Congratulations. Like two weeks ago. Nice. Good for you. Cut that oh, part out. No, Happy birthday. I wasn't thinking about oh, that. I thought that's no. why you looked at me like that. No. Okay, I can do the diet now. <laughs> I was yeah. saying that eliminated style. me from the diet. Yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't thinking of that. No, I think, okay. um, <laughs> I think it's designed for that. But I think anyone can really benefit from, look, people who are experts, people who can give you guidance yeah. oh, consistently. Yeah. and who give you all the tools that you need to make changes in your lifestyle from from your food to your exercise to your day-to-day. So there's a lot. And there's a community, which is the other cool part. Like, so there's weekly classes if you want to attend um, where they teach you about different foods and, yeah, and all that's of this nice. stuff. And I like a bit of accountability. Yes. Yeah, For that's me, good. a little bit of accountability goes a long way. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you to me, it's also like feeling that people, I mean, gets back to our squad thing, but yeah. it's like feeling people rally around you. And there's like a Facebook page where a lot of people are sharing recipes. Yeah. Because you, after a while, chicken, just you need to spruce it up. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a really great community where you share a lot. And a lot of people are going through different journeys, but all with the same, in the same yeah. parameters. You're kind of on a similar path no matter where you yeah. come yeah. from. It's really cool. cool. It's amazing. The results look fantastic. Oh, yeah. thank you, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Awesome. So with that, it's wonderful to be together with yes. you both. Yes, you too. Yeah, thanks you for too. joining thanks, us, guys. You're welcome to many more. Yes, yeah, to many absolutely, more. Absolutely. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. The CAFA Awards are back in person this year on October 15th. Visit CAFAawards.ca. And you can check out more episodes of Cast of Creators on YouTube, your favorite podcast platform, or castofcreators.com.